So 17 minutes past eight, we were talking about safety awareness in the last half hour. Parents of Kim Yong-hyun, who lost their 24-year-old son to a conveyor belt accident at Taean Thermal Power Plant, appeared during an evening television news program last night, begging the National Assembly to improve industrial safety regulations to stop such workplace deaths. Their desperate, and it must be said powerful voices, resonated at Christmas. But will lawmakers in Yoido respond in a timely manner? Will any kind of reform be possible? For example, electoral reform, given the impasse politically speaking. Let's bring in Professor Cho Hik-young from Hongik University Law School. Thank you very much for taking the time. Good morning. Can you just first explain the political situation at the National Assembly for us, why a number of issues have been wrapped up together and why there is such a standoff? Well, it all really began with the um, the election promise made by uh, the ruling party, the current ruling party, the Dominju uh, party, uh, that basically, you know, um, swore that once they're in power this time, they would uh, implement a proportionate representation system of uh, election uh, this time around. Now, this has been an ongoing issue for many electoral cycles. And in fact, there is also a um, a recommendation that was made by the Central Electoral Commission uh, which uh, suggested that we should really move to a proportionate representation system because currently uh, the makeup of the parliament does not properly reflect the will of the people, which means that it's not really sort of reflecting a true democrat- democratic system um, that our constitution demands. And so that's really the reason. But briefly to clarify, how does a dispute over electoral reform hold back other key bills? Do, do we need to look at the way bills are passed to ensure that um, those related to safety and livelihood can still make it through no matter what's going on elsewhere? Right. Well, in fact, um, the way that the bills are passed was one of the reforms that was actually made um, in order to try to modernize and improve the current um, parliamentary system, I mean, ironically, uh, because in the past, whoever had the majority, a simple majority in the parliament, and it was always either one of the two major parties, could simply pass whatever laws uh, that they wanted, despite the fact that there is actually, you know, a significant opposition to it um, among the population in general, etc. So one of the reforms that they implemented in the last government was that for, um, you know, major laws, there has to be at least a special majority, not just a simple majority of 50%, but, um, you know, sometimes two-thirds majority or uh, a little bit less than that, but at least over 50%, which meant that at least um, some of the opposition party members also had to agree to the bill. And very often the political, um, I guess, political uh, intentions of uh, the parties don't really allow them to do that. And so this is why we're seeing with the, what we're seeing with the kindergarten reform bills and the workplace safety reform bills, etc., why we are really struggling to uh, have a consensus among the parliamentarians and get these really important bills passed. Well, the very makeup of the National Assembly is at stake under the 
pressure for electoral reform. At the moment, there are 300 seats. 253 of them go to lawmakers who win the most number of votes in their respective constituency. But 47 are proportionally assigned based on what voters choose in terms of a party uh, on a separate ballot. What are the proposals for changing that system? Uh, right. So we currently have a mix of um, single-member constituency system and a proportional representation system. And the Central Electoral Commission's recommendation was to basically have the ratio two to one. Uh, so um, the right now it's close to five to one. And, and so making that into a so two to one system whereby we have 200 seats that are assigned to single-member constituency uh, system meaning that you know they, these are the candidates who are sort of um, running in the in each district and elected by majority, and the rest, the remaining 100 seats, being assigned to each party according to how many votes that they have won overall. So let's say you know, um, for example, if the Justice Party they did last time in the presidential election won five percent of the votes, they should at least get five percent of the 100 seats that are allocated to proportional representation um, seats, meaning they should get at least five, whereas currently um, it's much fewer than that. And another um, uh, option that's been suggested is to actually increase the number of lawmakers to 360. Um, Some have also suggested 330 or so, and then split it into 240 for electoral divisions and 140 for proportional representation in order to sort of comply with that two-to-one ratio. But both of these uh, choices are really sort of unrealistic right now. There's not a strong public appetite, is there, for increasing the overall number of lawmakers when they're already kind of growing tired of the failure of the 300s to make enough of a difference? Absolutely. I mean, if you look at what we pay, uh, you know, um, parliamentarians and all the perks that they get, and yet they basically don't come to work for, you know, more than half of the year, who would want to um, increase the number of lawmakers? But um, the recommendation by the Central Electoral Commission is also unrealistic because currently the directly elected members of parliament make up 253, as you say, and to decrease that number to 200 means 253 of them have to give up their parliamentary seats in one way or another. And who would want to do that, Um, particularly when it's the lawmakers who actually would make the laws to pass these reforms? But here we are, uh, a special committee on political reform will be aiming to come up with a concrete conclusion by the end of next month. It's chaired by lawmaker Shim Sang Chong of the minor Justice Party. Are you optimistic at all about that committee's ability to come up with some conclusions we refer to? Well, you know, I was um, listening to the radio a couple of days ago, so Christmas Eve, um, when uh, they were talking about the proposed reforms and even now, um, I mean, already the the Liberty Korea Party is saying something else. I mean, you will recall that the two um, smaller parties' leaders uh, um, from uh, Justice Party and also Sonakju, right? Um, they actually went on a hunger strike, and then they managed to reach a sort of like a, a deal with the two major parties about the electoral reforms. 
so that they ended their hunger strike. But now the Liberty Korea Party is saying that, you know, they never actually agreed to implement these reforms. They only agreed to examine the reforms that are proposed. And so already there is, you know, very sort of um, different stance taken by uh, one of the major parties. And I know that also the Tominju party is not so keen on the proposed reforms that are currently on the table. So I don't really have high hopes um, of uh, this special committee uh, on making any headway on this issue anytime soon. Well, meanwhile, frustration builds, doesn't it? Um, another issue then from this year set to drag on into 2019. Professor Choi Kyung of Hongik University Law School, always a pleasure to have you with us on the show and happy Christmas and a happy new year to you. Thank you, likewise.